about a month ago when all of this started and we started to hear about the closure orders, the stay-at-home orders that were being issued all over the country, I hoped that this challenge of a pandemic would result in a greater unity in this society. And thinking back to events such as the terrorist attacks of 9-11, to other moments in history that have catalyzed a coming together of the people in the midst of a challenge, I was hoping that the same thing would happen now as we face this global problem. But it seems to me, sadly, that we're just as divided as ever in this country, and that this pandemic has simply pierced the fabric of our society even more than it already was. In recent years, it seems that we've become more divided, more fragmented. The problem is not the diversity of people or cultures in this land. That actually enriches us. It's the DNA of America that it was colonized, founded by immigrants. The problem is that the plaster that's holding together the mosaic of America seems to be eroding. And so we feel perhaps more division today than we ever have before, politically between Democrats and Republicans, ethnically or racially between the white, the black, the Latino, most recently the Chinese, generationally between the old and the young, especially those who are searching for jobs that have recently evaporated, economically between the rich and the poor. But as we're reading the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, which is what we're reading in this season of the life of the church, we see that the Holy Spirit brings together a multitude of diverse people in the church. The Holy Spirit can bring together the poor and the rich, who we hear sold all of the excess that they had so that they could provide for the needs of those less fortunate. The Holy Spirit can bring together Jews and non-Jews. And we hear this word in Acts over and over again, and it's translated as in one accord, but the word in Greek is omothimadon, a better translation of which would be in the same spirit. How did the early church experience this unity in their life? Well, as usual, it happens because God acts first. God always acts first. And we give him the glory for all good things. And so we see in the book of Acts, in the very beginning, the day of Pentecost, where God sends the Holy Spirit, whom Christ promised would come to us, into the midst of the disciples. And you know the story, how they all spoke in tongues, but what happened after that? Because Christianity, as we've talked about before, is not a spectator sport. It's not a passive experience. So the Holy Spirit comes, God acts, then what do they do? The apostles proclaim Christ as the Messiah and Son of God. And then what do the people do? The people repent. The people repent. 
and confess. And they're baptized so that they can receive the Holy Spirit. And it's interesting, when you hear about Peter's speech to the crowd on the day of Pentecost, it says they were pierced to the heart. They were pierced to the heart. They were convicted by his words. Convicted to repent. So, that's what happened back then. What can happen now, today, with us, so that we may become homothimadon, in the same spirit? Well, the very same thing that the early church did applies to us. And that is to repent. To repent. To change our mind, to change our heart, to change our actions, our life, to confess our sins, to repent. Because repentance is not something we just do occasionally. Repentance is part of the DNA of life as a Christian. And by His grace, may we receive a penitence that pierces our hearts the same way that the early church experienced that piercing penitence. So ask God to show you your sin. He will not show you more than you can bear. But when He shows it to you, repent of it. Repent of it. Confess it to Him with all your heart and ask Him for the grace to change the way you think, the way you act, the way you speak, the way you live because you can't do it on your own. Across the street, our brothers and sisters are doing what they can to help those in need in the area. And I wonder, I wonder what would happen if we helped them a little bit more. What would happen if we showed up every now and then on a Saturday to help them out with their work? I wonder, what would it take for us to repent of not doing maybe a little bit more is it possible that we might experience the piercing penitence of the early church? But if we have sinned, may God forgive us. May He forgive us for the times when we have said through our actions and our words that it's more important to be Greek than to be Christian. May God forgive us for turning this place more into a social club than the body of Christ. May He forgive us for those times when we've been willful and stubborn and selfish instead of cooperative. May He forgive us if we've sinned in abandoning this neighborhood where He's planted this parish to give His grace to the world. This neighborhood that needs us and that needs what only we can give it. May He have mercy on us if we are guilty of any of these things. Yes, may the Lord Himself, whose hands and feet were pierced for us, have mercy on us and grant us a piercing penitence. Amen.